Hey everyone, this is Premium Sports Talk Podcast. We are back. With me today on the show is Adam James and Noah James. We're going to talk right, we're going to dive right in, talk about the LA Lakers. Once again, a disaster going on. They are 4.5 games, four and a half games out of last place. That's right, you heard me correctly. A LeBron James team is 4.5, four and a half places or spots out of last place. Four and a half games out of last place. So we're going to jump right in. What in the world? Do they have any chance of making the playoffs? Does LeBron even care anymore? There's videos. Of course, we've seen the no defense. We've seen another video resurface. I saw today he hit a, new, a camera lighting from the media with a basketball. It looks like he just doesn't. It looks like he did it on purpose. Just looks like he doesn't care about anything. Adam, let's jump right into it. Does LeBron even care anymore? Thanks, Josh. I, I, I think LeBron cares. Um, I mean, the guy is athletic. If you listen to any interview that they have after a game, he's always saying, I hate losing. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be a part of a, of a losing mentality. I don't want to be a part of a losing franchise. So I would say he still cares. But, I mean, you're looking at, you mean, like this season, he's averaging 35 and a half minutes a game, still averaging 27 points. And I'm telling you, that's he's still he's still producing. I'm, I'm I think it shows that he cares. It's just I, honest to God, he's on a bad team. The Lakers are god awful. But at, at one point, do we stop saying, "Oh, LeBron needs help"? It's always LeBron. He said, "This is." People say this man is the greatest player ever played. I don't think he is. I always think it's Michael Jordan uh, for multiple reasons. But people say this is the greatest player in the NBA right now and potentially ever. But yet he needs more help. It's not like he's when Jordan played for the Wizards. He was like forty almost. I mean, he's thirty-three, still in phenomenal shape. Uh, it, Noah, what what do you think? What is does LeBron care anymore? Like, what's going on in LA? Oh yeah, I, I definitely think he cares. Um, just uh, ever since he's been back from his injury, his average twenty-six points a game, ten point nine assists a game, and then nine point seven rebounds. The game. So to me, it's it's not that he doesn't care. I, I really do think he's just on a terrible team. He's shooting forty eight percent from field goal and then thirty five for three point. So I I just don't. I think it's just his team is just it's just bad right now. They're in a funk, and I really it's just the thing that's hurting them the most is the whole Anthony Davis trade. I know the owner came out today and said that that wasn't true and that was fake news, but I mean there was multiple reports talking about them wanting to trade for Anthony Davis and. That just ruined the chemistry to me, and I, I just don't think they'll recover from it. Oh, I think 100% when the Anthony Davis trade fell through. I mean, Magic Johnson, I don't know if it was his fault or uh, or LeBron had a hand in it, but they just laid their cards out on the table like, hey, we want to get rid of all of you for Anthony Davis. And uh, it's just what's happening in L.A. It's so funny. Like Everyone thought literally, like, oh, they're going to be facing the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. Well. They may not even be facing the Warriors in the first round of the playoffs as the last seed. What? So, Adam, let's, let's take it to you. What does this do for LeBron James' legacy if he don't make the playoffs? I mean, people are going to come out and say, oh, it's going to hurt the legacy. He's a Laker now. The Laker legacy is, oh, you, you go to the playoffs. You win in the playoffs. You may not win championships, but you, you go to the Western Conference Finals. I, I don't think it hurts his legacy this year. Now, that's why I say this year, but 
but I'm talking now. We're saying future to come. I mean, you he's got to produce, and like you're saying, how people say, oh, he's got to build his team around him. He's he doesn't have a great team. Doesn't have these guys. Well, we all saw he wants Anthony Davis. The best thing that I've seen so far that deals with this team is they are all on one-year contracts. He's got these guys. A lot of these guys that they signed in the offseason are on one-year contracts. You know why? That's a tryout for LeBron James. So I think he kind of knows, hey, we may not get in. And he's saying all the right things. I don't want to lose. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, We're not going to be part of a, of a losing culture here. I'm not going to allow that to happen. But he also knows, hey, if I don't want you here next year, you're not going to be here. Right. Well, so, and maybe it's kind of shown, and if I'm the players, I'm going to be kind of frustrated that he, LeBron has so many side projects he's working on right now. It's almost like he's literally just playing basketball just because, you know, through contract he has to this year. You know, obviously he loves the game of basketball, but the, the new album that he helped with 2 Chains, the, you know, the shop, the Space Jam 2. The, all these kind of side things that LeBron's doing, Noah is is what is all the side gigs? Is that kind of is that a distraction for LeBron, or was this was this just what he had planned? Was this his plan the whole time? Is it a distraction, or is this what he had in mind? Get through the first year, and then we'll get who I want next year. I believe this is what his plan was the entire entire uh, time when he was coming to. Uh, Los Angeles. I believe that he thought they would be able to trade for Anthony Davis during the trade deadline, but I think coming in, that's what he wanted to do. And like he always said, this was a business move for him. He never really came out and said it's a basketball move. He did that when he went to Miami to win championships. He went to LA because he said it was best for his family and he thought it was the best business move for him. So I don't think it's, it, to me, it's not, it's not anything that's shocking. I think he did that to get, you know, into to the Space Jams 2, to film all these different things, to, to get more popular in the social media aspect and to get more revenue from it. Oh, so I completely agree with you. This was a business move. Le- LeBron wasn't going to L.A. To, to think to the West when he's caked walked his way to the finals in the East for so many straight years. He wasn't going to the West thinking, oh, we're going to knock off the Warriors the first year. No, like I knew it was a business move. I guess I didn't think it was going to be this much of a. It, it kind of feels like basketball is his secondary, is his second primary thing right now, and everything else is kind of first. Uh, so you're right. Maybe I think they had a plan with Magic Johnson. I completely agree with you. They thought Anthony Davis. They were going to get him. They thought they're going to get rid of the guys, the dead weight, not dead weight guys, but the guys he didn't think he could win with. It fell through. Now, as we saw, Anthony Davis was on the shop, LeBron show uh, two days ago or when it aired. So I think, you know, Anthony Davis has, what does he have, one year left on his contract after this year? Or is this his last year? No, he has one, yeah. One so he's got left. one year left. So if they don't trade L.A. Sorry about that, a few technical difficulties. But going back in on Anthony Davis, LeBron's going to have to buy his time. Uh, AD's got one year left on the contract. And we'll see other moving pieces as of next year. But as far as I know, this year LeBron has given up. Any uh, fellas, any last words before we move on from the Lakers? Yeah, I'll say I, I honestly believe LeBron has a better chance of making the playoffs if Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny are on his team. 
than the team he's got right now because they are hot trash. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we'll see what happens. Space Jam 2, 2020. 2021, sorry. 2021. Hey, let's take our attention to the NFL draft. We'll kind of end with this segment here today on Premium Sports Talk. The NFL draft underway, kind of seeing how some of these rookies are going to be coming up. Uh, let's start with Adam. Anything that's jumped out at you at all in the NFL draft? Any players that have kind of impressed you? Yeah, I'd say the uh, the edge rusher from Mississippi State, that Montez Sweat. That guy flew when it came to the forty. Ran a a time of a four four one, and then also with the twenty yard shuffle, he ran a four point two nine. They say when it comes to edge rushers, like the 40 time, they're like, okay, yeah, that's fast. But they say that usually they base it off of that 20-yard shuffle. And if that's kind of slower, they're like, okay, well, maybe on the inside they're not as as quick. But he ran a faster time on going inside. So this this really, I think, is going to improve Montez Sweat, his, draw, his uh, draft stock. I really believe it. And it was really cool to see that over the weekend. Okay, very. That's good. Hey, good observation there, Noah. Looking at uh, the NFL draft and the players we've seen, what has kind of stuck out to you so far? Any player that's impressed you? Um, yeah, the the player that's impressed me, which I'm sure he's impressed everybody, is that wide receiver from Old Miss, DK Metcalf. Oh yeah, and he's he's six foot three, two hundred twenty eight pounds, and he ran a four three three forty yard dash. The, body, the guy has a 1.6% body fat. He He's jacked. He's just a massive receiver. But he also put up 27 reps on the bench press, which is ridiculous for a receiver. And then he had 11 foot, 2 inches on the broad jump, and then a 40 and a half inch vertical, which is like Julio type numbers, which is ridiculous. So as I'm looking at Metcalf, that is, I'm saying his right name, his last name right, right? It's Metcalf. Yeah. I want to make sure I wasn't butchering that. So, you know, it's funny. We always get it's so easy for scouts and teams and players to get really all, you know, jacked up on the, the NFL draft, the combine, and then really impressed. And I try to keep things into consideration. Yes, he looks like a freak physical specimen, but he is coming off that neck injury. You know, we don't know. That was a season-ending injury. He has, as far as I know, he has had no contact uh, since then, I don't know the severity of his injury. Seems fine. But I think we all do need to slow down a bit. I think he's just as impressive as everything you just said. But I think we need to slow down a bit before we still go start comparing him to Julio and all this. Because, yeah, at the end of the day, the guy's caught zero passes, zero touchdowns, and has zero yards in the NFL. So, but yes, I think his draft stock has skyrocketed. A lot of people saying he's now top 10 pick. I don't, I mean, if you're in. If there's a lot of teams in the league that need that offensive weapon, uh, I mean, I think it'd be kind of funny. He ends up going to Pittsburgh. That'd be kind of funny. But anyway, so fellas, to wrap it up, I know we asked this question a few weeks back. I'm going to ask it again. Where, since we're on wide receivers, let's transition. Antonio Brown, I mean, if you watch the shop episode, he just lit into Ben Roethlisberger. There is no patching that relationship with the Steelers. He's gonna, he, they got to get rid of him. If they don't, they're just stupid by now. Where does he go? Once again, pick your team. Where do you see Antonio Brown going? Adam, let's start with you. I was really, really thinking he was going to end up going to the 49ers. But after talks today, they say that, the Steelers are looking to deal him before March 14th, 
and that Oakland, Denver, and even Arizona have come in as big teams that are coming in to look to, uh, to trade for Brown. So out of those teams, I'm thinking John Gruden may make a splash and, and trade some picks just to get Brown. Ooh, that's a good thought. I'll touch on that after Noah. Noah, where do you think Antonio Brown goes? Yeah, I'm thinking like I'm thinking either Oakland or, or San Francisco. To me, those make the most sense. But you know, at the end of the day, it's what what the Steelers do. But that's what I'm thinking. So if I'm looking, Adam brought up a good point with John Gruden. They have what four first round picks this year, or are think in this draft, or they have two, maybe two this year and two the next. Um, I forgot exactly, but they got a a lot of first round picks. Um, of course, they had to give up a lot for it. But I could see John Gruden getting getting a little jumping the gun, doing something crazy, giving up some first picks, maybe one. I don't know if I'd give up two for Antonio Brown. Uh, that's just too much. I'd say they give up one pick for a uh, first round pick for him. I think he could do well in Oakland. Once again, you're not you're you're trying to tame a personality. Personally, I think Antonio Brown is all about himself. I don't. I wouldn't want him on my team. I know he's very athletic, but man, I'm just so glad Atlanta's got Julio Jones. Pay that man. Pay the man. Yes. Golly. Now, now, Josh, for the Raiders, they've got three first round picks. They're sitting at number four, number twenty four, and number twenty seven. Wow. That's just in the first round, so they've got plenty of <laughs> plenty of room to sit there and throw some uh, some major major items to Pittsburgh for Antonio Brown. So if I'm them, if I'm going to offer a first round, I'm not offering my fourth round. I'd offer you maybe you're the 29th pick. Uh, I'm not giving you number four because Antonio Brown is 30, uh, 31, and you, he's not a long-term fix. The, the Raiders got a lot of pieces they need to fill in. So if, if you're going to give up a first round, I'd say you give up the 29th. I would not give up anything uh, – anything less than that thank you guys for tuning in all you listeners out there this is premium sports talk we are back on tomorrow we got some cool interviews coming uh your way this week i'm with adam james noah james i'm your host josh garrison until next time see you later